Hi everyone, so it's Jake, and uh, I'm about to edit the podcast for this week, and I just wanted to kind of enter myself in before the actual podcast starts. So I, I don't know why I've been doing these like pseudo intros recently, but they've, they're kind of like cool, I guess. I don't know, I, I like them. Anyways, so I want to mention... Uh, some ideas that I've had throughout these past couple of weeks since recording the podcast you're about to listen to. So, what I'm thinking is bringing BS for Bad back. But instead of me reviewing it, I watch it with you. So, I have the movie playing in the background, and I just comment on things that are happening. And you can kind of comment with me, and that's how the the function function the um how's, how's it going to work from that point on so uh if you like this idea let me know uh email me bsforbad at gmail.com and i will answer you or take your uh suggestion into consideration uh another thing i wanted to go over was with jacob all trades so it's kind of amazing to me that people just like to hear me talk. So if there's a topic you want to hear me talk about, if there is a thing you want me to cover, if there's something you want to know about me, also send that to bsforbad at gmail.com. Uh, I'm not going to make a separate email for for Jake of All Trades and BS for Bad, just make sure you put a title that makes sense with it. I know it's like putting more work for you, but I have everything through BS for Bad. So, um, as, as time goes on, Jake of All Trades will eventually have an email address and you can event, and you can email them at that point. However, at this point, I just have BS for Bad. So, go with that and we'll, we'll move on from there. Uh, so, without further delay, uh, here is the podcast. Hi, friends. So, a lot has happened in the past two weeks. And, well, maybe not a lot, but for me, it's been it's been an interesting weekend. So, after I released the last one, I'll tell you more so in the, in the uh, podcast itself, but it's been a very interesting week. This week I thought I'd talk about my various failed art projects and comics and stuff like that and just sort of get into who I was as an artist and still am as an artist, just to a lesser extent. So, you know, take a currently drinking, by the way. I don't know why I do this every episode. I tell you what I'm drinking, but I feel like it's, I feel like it's partial to who I am as a person, mostly because different drinks affect me differently, and 
I, I just, I honestly, if I could just drink every meal, I would. But, you know, my girlfriend says you can't drink every meal because your body would shut down or whatever. I'm like, why do you think I want to do it? But that's fine. I don't care. So right now I'm drinking a Kugel Summer Shanty. It's like, it's like beer with lemon in it. It's pretty good. I'm not, I'm not typically a fan of, of this kind. I'm not really a fan of like citrus stuff, honestly. However, my, my favorite drink is Fat Tire, which is kind of citrusy, I guess. But I'm about halfway through this beer. And so I'm going to be getting a actually a Fat Tire here soon. So enough about my alcoholism. Let's talk about things. So uh, my unfinished art projects date way back to about... Well, they, they date back farther than I want to say because... I've been an artist since I was seven, so it's it's been a long time coming. Uh, oh, before I forget, I said in the beginning I was going to tell you guys what I did this weekend. So this weekend, on the 14th, which is my roommate's birthday, I got my first ever tattoo. I will put a picture to it in the link dump so that you can see what it looks like. I drew it myself. I did not tattoo it onto myself but I did draw it myself and he did a banger job he did a really good job I enjoy this tattoo <laughs> a lot it's not that I've been showing it off to people I've not been showing it off to people I hate showing it off to people I, I mean I love showing it off to people but I hate whenever people show you know like oh look at my cool tattoos like I don't care I really don't care I'm not gonna be one of those people but I do have a tattoo if you want to look at it you can I don't really care I'm happy with it I, it was a, a good job, really good job. Uh, for those of you who don't look at it, by the way, uh, it's a ghost with headphones on a checkerboard background. That's it. Again, you don't have to look at it. But let's go with my art projects, <laughs> completely separate from what I'm saying right now. So I'm going to start back in 2010, so around 11 years ago at this point in 2021. Back then, I had, I was a senior in high school, and my friends and I decided it'd be fun to start drawing things on note cards. So, my, my one friend, his name is Drew, he had a presentation or something, and he had, like, two blank note cards. And he ripped them in half, he gave me half, and he kept half for himself, and he went draw something. And I went, what? And he went draw something. I was like, okay. So I drew a little little ninja, and he drew some dude in a... In a uh, <laughs> he was in like a... What was it? Like a muffin. And he was just popping out of a muffin. And we called it his fuck muffin. So the very first comic that we made together was this guy saying how much he loves his fuck muffin and how nobody can come to his fuck, to his fuck muffin, basically. And... It was so funny to me that I was like, we should continue this. We should keep drawing this shit because it's funny. And he was like, yeah, sure. And then all of our other friends were like, yeah, sure. So we gave people note cards, gave them to them, gave them a pencil and said, draw something. And they were like, what now? We're like, draw something. And they're like, what? And we're like, whatever. Just draw whatever's on your mind. Draw it. And they were like, okay. And then they would just draw stuff. 
see, I, I'm really like sad right now that I'm not streaming this or not. That I'm, there's no video to this because my my hands are constantly moving and my arms are just up in the air and flying and stuff, and it's really entertaining. And I I'm sorry that I'm depriving you all of that. Uh, all one of you that's listening. Hey, Brittany. Uh, <laughs> so th- that's how I started kind of on my on my comic thing. I- I'd been making comics for a long time. My first ever comic series that I made myself was called Space Comics because I was way into aliens and I thought I'll just make a planet and make characters to go on that planet and do things on the planet. And I did it. It was uh, a planet that had, like, Shrek ears. I don't know why it had Shrek ears, but it did. I think my my reasoning for it was because it had this, like, exhaust that came out of them. And that's what it did. The exhaust came out of this planet and went into the into the space and whatever. I don't know what the whole point of it was. But it was called Guton. I don't know where I got the name from. I don't know where any of it came from. They were just there. And they were, like, mostly, uh, like, stick figures and with these, like, cat ears. And then they became more and more fleshed out. And then I was like, I'll just make actual characters to feature in these in these comics. And I never did. And that's okay. But that was my one failed art project from, like, when I was, like, a child. Then we get into high school, and like I said, I started making half note card comics with my friends. It was like a, a weird, like racy, edgy humor. You know how how uh, teenagers are. Uh, I made a majority of these comics too. Uh, we we did get a, a name to these. <laughs> that was uh, one over zero productions. That was because my friend, whose name is also Jake, was like he tried to divide one by zero and he had like this whole theory planned out of how you could possibly divide things by zero ultimately resulting in insanity you can't you can't divide anything by zero and have it be anything other than zero or whatever but that was his, he had a theory he he stood behind it he knew what he was doing right he knew he knew you could divide one or you could divide one by zero pretty much and then ultimately you can't. You cannot. But we took this insane idea and decided to make a comic around the idea of thought, thinking, and just generally being stupid. And that's that's where one of their productions came from. It was aimless, but it was fun. So let's move on a little bit um, to 2011. So I just graduated high school. I was looking for some friends, and I needed some something to do right so i came up with an idea because you know you're a teenager i was a teenager i was like 18 19 i wanted to find myself a little bit so i drew myself as a character a little stick figure character with glasses and of course i was really lonely so i was like i'll just draw myself a girlfriend so i drew myself a girlfriend and then I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I had, like, an anime counterpart? So I drew myself an anime counterpart. And then I drew my quote-unquote girlfriend an anime counterpart. And I was like, it'd be cool if these two worlds were just worlds, you know? 
So I had the outer Jake and the inner Jake. The inner Jake was my anime counterpart, and he was very angry about things, and if you didn't, like, if you weren't mature, you didn't get on his good side pretty much. And me being 19 was not mature in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so my, my character had a... Like, my anime character, he had a sniper rifle that he carried with him. And on the end of the sniper rifle, which he never used, by the way. He never used a sniper rifle. But on the end of the sniper rifle, he had the symbols that I thought collected me in as a person. So it had my... Like, I, I made a mask years prior because I was way into uh, Mare, March, March and Awakens Romance. And super into it. So I was like, I'll just, I want to be a chess piece because chess pieces are cool. And so I drew myself, or I, I, I made a mask out of paper mache that had this symbol that I wanted to, like, project for myself. So, like, the eyes were like, black and it had little like spikes that came down and then there were four spikes that came up from the side and then it had little breathing holes for me and I was like this is this is awesome you know I was fucking proud of that shit I don't think I have a picture anymore I, I'll do a I might do a quick artist interpretation of it but I'm not going to you know show it because it's, it's kind of embarrassing people made fun of me for it and uh it was like, I, I, I the one kid called me a member of the KKK because he didn't understand that it was from an anime, uh, but that didn't really matter. They still called me KKK, so I decided as, as a funny thing, because, you know, he was being an asshole to me, so I thought I'll just be an asshole back, and uh, on all of his pictures, just put Jew. So, because, you know, edgy and funny. But anyways, so I was making these comics, and I had my fake comic girlfriend and then my fake alter ego, which I believe I called them, I did call them alter egos. And my character's... No, yeah, my girlfriend there her name was Gwen I don't know why but her name was Gwen her alter ego was a harpy so she was this bird woman don't know why she just was so Gwen being Gwen and me being me it, it started off with me saying like I think my character and her character got into a fight at the at like the beginning, and then she's like, "Wait a minute, you're really cute. Let's date." And my alter ego was like, "No." And my real character was like, "Yeah, sure." And then shit happened, and then we she couldn't leave my side, and blah blah blah. It was it was a time. I also had this idea of like working in a game store and having like the game world and these the the the, or the not the game world the real world and the the alter world kind of meshing so in the 
game store that I was quote unquote working at, which I was like, if I predict this correctly, I'll be able to actually do this. I never got to work at GameStop, but I made a game store. And there were these two people who were there, and they were very um, mean, I guess. Uh, and they showed, they were like, hey, we can show you the thing on the back now. And I was like, what thing on the back? And they showed me this game called the Oracle of Time. And it was just this weird-looking oracle that would tell you future things and whatever. And then in the Alter world they found the Oracle of Time who would tell the exact same thing to both sides of Jake and there was like a war that went on and it was like a fantasy, real, you know, like more modern thing. It was confusing, but it was nice, you know. It, not that it was nice. It was it was an interesting concept at the time, especially for self-discovery, but it, it wasn't... I'm not going to say it was my... Fa- like, I, I want to go back to it, honestly. I want to go back to it. But this is one that nobody ever saw. Not a single fucking person saw this private, untitled comic that didn't have a name. Eventually, it did get a name, but we'll, we'll get into that eventually. So, that was, like, September to around November. Then, in December, I got myself a digitizer for Christmas. My mom was like, what can I get you for Christmas? And I'm like, a thing to draw on. And she's like, or not. I found 80 bucks somewhere in my budget of $0. And I bought myself a digitizer. My very first digitizer. Which, for those of you who don't know, is a way to draw on your computer. Just a little tablet. Comes with a pen. And you can just... You can just draw. It's it's nice. I made adventures with me and my best friend, Daniel. Well, he moved away to college, and I wasn't in college. I never went to an actual four-year college. And, you know, if you've heard my previous, I think, episode two, where I talk about my, my various jobs, I'm glad that I went to a trade school. So, yeah. But it was called Jake and Dan. This comic was called Jake and Dan. And it was just these adventures that Dan and I kind of just had. You know, we never went through them together. There were These were just fake adventures. They were just stories. But, you know, they were still interesting. And this is also like a journey into self and like who I was and whatever. It, 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 this kind of showed that I wanted to like grow up from high school, but I couldn't really let go. Because, you know, my best friend. And I, I couldn't kind of, like... I couldn't detach because I didn't have any other friends. I was 19 in my room. All my friends were in school. And I was at home with my mom. And it was fun. Like, I, I really wanted to, like, be with my friends or be, be like my friends and move out. But I just didn't. I stayed home with my mom. And that was that was it. Uh, we also had episodes about birthdays. So for Daniel's birthday, I put, I forget what I did. He, so there goes a whole, there's a whole thing behind Daniel about how he doesn't like being called a hipster. So for his birthday, I had it so that he was meditating and being the metaphysical human that he is. And I think I call him a hipster 
and then he tried to kill me, which was funny, uh, but that was just me not understanding my, you know, my best friend's personality. I'm not, I wasn't good at that, and I only saw, like, the bad in, in who he was and all that stuff and whatever, but now I know he wouldn't really do that. He would just be kind of taking it in stride and being like, yeah, okay, shut up. Uh, my character, however, decided to escape his birthday. So this is like my fear of growing older because, you know, we all have it. But it was also the fact of escaping the fakeness. So I do this even to this day where I'll just like, I'll ignore that my birthday exists. And then when people say, happy birthday, Jake, I'm like, eh, okay. Right. Yeah, thanks. Right. I like to think that nobody knows when my birthday is. But everybody who knows my mom knows when my birthday is. So, at least if you're friends with my mom on Facebook, you'll know when it's my birthday. So, I thought I would do something about it. And I just start telling people to donate to places and that's it. You know, that's all. Um, or I answer it the next day or something. Same ways, my character consistently skipped his birthday. He hated his birthday. He would hide from Daniel and he would run away, and he was real childish about it. But I'm really childish about my birthday because I don't believe people should celebrate me. What, what the fuck have I done? I let people down constantly, and they remind me of it, so they can let me down once a day, or one, once a year. You know, I, I'm, I'm allowed to have power to. So the Jake and Dan series was going to eventually end with an Armageddon. And this was kind of, I don't know, it was, it was, we had to go back to our old high school and meet our old high school teachers. And they were going to tell us that we needed to save the world somehow by teaming up. I was still kind of fuzzy on the plot line, but th the idea was that we had to save the world with the help of our old high school teachers. And that, that was it. It was like nice. So I had gotten some bands on Twitter. Going, move on to the next thing. I had found some bands on Twitter, or rather, they found me on Twitter. Um, there was Ashland, Aria, Eyes of Verona, Nearly Dead's, The Madigans, all of them. They all found me on Twitter, and I was like, sick. These are some cool people, and I found some other bands on there too, and you know, I. I, I if I enjoyed their music, I would follow them back and listen to them. I think I mentioned before about, maybe I didn't, about Fight, 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 who was a, um, they were a band that was kind of like pop punk-ish. I forget what they called themselves. But they were like a pop punk kind of band. I, I might put some of their stuff at the end, or it might have been in the beginning. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but Future Jake, put it in the beginning. So that stuff you listened to in the beginning was Fight, 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 a band that I want to revisit every so often, but whatever. But, okay, so these they, they these bands found me on Twitter, and I decided I like their music. I'll share my art with them as well. And so I started drawing fan art for them. I eventually found some of the members on Facebook and started slowly adding them, and uh, they added me back. And I was like, oh, cool, these people that I admire are adding me back. That's awesome. 
So I had a request about, I don't even know, a couple, uh, couple of years after following Aria. And they saw that I did art and whatever, and they were like, hey, can you do comics? Or can you do cartoons? And I'm like, I usually do comics, but I can put my hand at it. And they're like, great, that's that's fine. Go ahead and do, do whatever you got to do. I'm like, cool. I tried animating and failed at it. And I'm like, yeah, you're better off with comics with me. And they're like, all right, that's fine. And uh, I, I, I kind of look back and I, I think I did a pretty good job. Um, so something that the ARIA team doesn't know. Something that the ARIA team doesn't know is that uh, I actually did finish their comic book. I did. And, uh, oh, 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 hang on. I did finish the comic book, and uh, I didn't fill it in, but I did finish it. So it is actually able to be read, just there's not all the bells and whistles and of, of the lining and stuff. It's just in a draft form right now, which is, which is okay. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's done. I just need to redo it. Uh, and it actually has a really good storyline to it. If I could read it again, if I could find it again, I, I might post it somewhere, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what, uh, we'll see what goes on there. Um, I had to move the thing a little bit. I'm not sure if that affected the sound or not. So... And let's just move on. So next is Ashland. So I've actually been friends with Ashland for a long time. Asia, Aaron, Zeb, Tanner, I've known them for a long time. A long time in the sense of like five years. So it, it, it's, you know, here and there. Uh, the, the way that Ashland started with me was I sort of drawn stuff for them and it just sort of was a thing. Uh, but they put a post on Facebook the one time about saying, hey, what if, how would you guys feel if we changed our name to the Turnt Wizards? And I was like, yes, yes. So I drew a little mock-up of a, a wizard who was drunk, and I said, it's the Turnt Wizards. And they were like, this is fucking awesome. So I started drawing them as Turnt Wizards, and they were like, this is fucking great. So then I made two comic books, and I'm working on a third, and uh, I made a quasi Dungeons and Dragons campaign it has the idea of getting the band back together but that's it there's no other point to it uh, in my new iteration like what happened before was that they were all specifically wizards and having an entire party of wizards is not good um it it's not good everybody would die anyways now that I'm a bit more experienced with Dungeons & Dragons, I, in the third edition, decided to change it up a bit. And I made it so that they're at least magic users in one way or another. So, Aaron, and this is in case they're all listening. If you guys are listening to this, awesome. If you're not listening to this, answer it. So, Aaron is a bard. I decided he'd be the bard because he is the um, guitarist. He just sort of has that 
baredness about him, so I thought I'd just go with the bard. Uh, Asia, to me, her personality is a bit more of study, so I went with her being the actual wizard. She may or may not get drunk all the time, but she's the wizard of the group. And then we have Zeb, who is a barbarian. Now, in his actual D&D campaign, I remember this. I, I follow him on uh, Snapchat. I'm friends with him on Snapchat. He plays a warlock, or he played a warlock at least a couple years ago. I'm not sure if he still plays as a warlock or not. But I was playing a warlock at that time, too, and I was like, Fuck yeah, bro. And we would just share tips and stuff, and it was it was cool. It was It was like... I've never connected with a band more than I've connected with Ashland, which is weird to say because I've, well, I've met Asia and Aaron once, and it was a couple years ago for my birthday, and that was it. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever met them, and I put it on Facebook, like, look who I got to meet, and Zeb was like, this is Photoshop, this can't be real, and I'm like, oh no, it's real, my friend, it is real, and he's like, well, fuck. So that was that was you know that kind of sucked, but it was kind of cool because um, I wanted to see Zeb and Tanner too, but it's all right, you know, it, it's fine. Um, and then uh, Tanner is not actually introduced in the story yet, but I'm hoping that he's like a cleric or or a warlock because they need a healer. Now war- warlocks aren't necessarily healers, but I think with me being a dungeon master, I'd kind of give a little bit of leeway to to them um, in that if he wanted to truly be a warlock, he could just he could just heal, okay? He could just heal them and and then, you know, go from there, but I think having him as a cleric would be far better than having him as a warlock just because of the simple fact that it's cleric is actually a good healer. Uh, but let, let's continue on. So next I had... Oh, that was about it. I drew some stuff for Eyes of Verona too. I don't know why I didn't put that in there, but I drew some stuff for Eyes of Verona and was... They, they loved me. Eyes of Verona was like my favorite. They were my... I was, <clears throat> I was their favorite and they were my favorite. Um, so if you guys are listening out there, Sam and Math, Math, and Sophia, oh, I forget all their names, but I got, I got three-fifths of the band, that's more than half, so that's not bad. Alright, so the reason this kept pausing was because I was downloading Jackbox, and I was overloading my system, and that's not good to do, so yeah. Also want to mention that uh, I am on my second drink. I am on a fat tire. So anyways, let's continue. Uh, as of Verona, if you are out there, if you are listening, uh, hit me up. I would love to talk again, catch up, see what's going on. Just, just saying, just saying. So let's fast forward a little bit. Uh, to this comic called Love Ruins It All. So this was a redo of my first comic. The one that was untitled, that was this one again. And 
it, it was digitally expanded, so I had more colors and I had more of a leniency, and I had a I had a bunch of different stuff to deal with, which was cool. Uh, I also added some new characters, so I had Ni, who was I think her name was Ni. She was this Chinese girl who was like supposed to be my love interest sort of thing, even though I was dating Gwen, but it was like me telling my crush like I'm over you because I at my in high school I had a, a crush on this Chinese girl who was just downright adorable. She was fucking beautiful as shit. But anyways, she knows that. She knows I had a crush on her. I told her multiple times on Facebook, and she has deleted her Facebook a couple of times, and then I always find her again, and I, I'm just like, this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to let her live in peace. I'm not going to bug her. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep moving on with my life. But... I actually had talked to her. I genuinely had talked to her, and I was like, hey, so, I have a question. Uh, what's, like, two in Chinese? And she's like, it's ni. And I'm like, ni. And she's like, yeah, that's how you pronounce it. And I'm like, sick. And she's like, why did you want to know what two in Chinese was? And I'm like, this is for this comic I'm doing. And she's like, oh, okay, fine. And uh, that was the first time we had ever talked like human beings to each other. Like, it was it was weird. Like, I feel like she was kind of playing the hard-to-get card now that I'm looking at it in retrospect. But also, probably not. I don't know. But if she's with somebody right now, or if she's still single, you know, good for you, Elaine. Way to go. And if you want to reconnect, you know my Facebook, probably. I had this, oh wait, hang on, so yeah, so, fuck, so then uh, I had this idea that Gwen, my comic girlfriend, was going to have an ex-boyfriend, his name was Clark, he was a real dick, and he showed up in the other world too as a thing, I don't know, Ni was a, she was a cat girl, like a cat assassin thief thing. Clark was... I forget. He was just an asshole in both the real world and the um, in the comic... Or in the, in, the, in the alter world. Then it has this other girl that I forget what I named her. But she was really weird and very crazy. And I believe she was just the comedy relief. But also not... I, I don't remember the full thing. I'd have to go back and see her profile. So, my story was, it was very basic, was about how relationships and, like, how thinking about them kind of ruins a lot of stuff. So, it was like, love ruins it all. That makes sense. Uh, and the story, backstory for Gwen was that her family was killed in, like, this old world, old war. So, she's pretty much an orphan, and I was like, that might not be the best backstory, but at the same time... Who, who cares? It, it's a comic. Uh, eventually, the way I was thinking of it, like, right now, is she could go and find a relative, and that's what her whole journey is about, is to go, to go find them, because she heard a rumor. I don't know, but that's that's what it could be. 
So, cutting off Love Runes at all, I had this very short comic called Abigail. It was about a ghost girl, and it was mostly just an idea. So, there was Abigail. Okay, Abigail. There was Abigail. There was Adult, which was her, like, sister or whatever. And then there was Mr. Tums, I believe his name was, who is this little bear that would subconsciously talk to Abigail and tell her things, and she would carry him around with her wherever she went, and it was it was a really creepy story. It was awesome. I, I put a bunch of different secrets in there as well, so, like, every episode, every, you know, whatever, there'd be two numbers scattered throughout and if you piece together these different numbers they'd go to a location somewhere on google and i had it so that the the titles of the comics would spell something out and it it, it was cool but it's not that it i have in my notes i failed to pique my interest too much it didn't i just couldn't think of a good enough storyline like, I couldn't decide whether she grew up and lived in the ghost realm or if she died and then became a ghost. I couldn't tell. I, I honestly didn't know what to do. Knowing now, knowing then what I know now, I would have gone with, like, she grew up in the shadow realm or in, in the ghost realm and came to this house and it's a portal back to the ghost world and she's been tasked to be nice to people and her whole concept is that she hates people so and she's like eight so it's like a whole concept i don't know uh next one is roy and badger so remember back in like i think episode one of jacob all trades i had said something about how i wanted a community like together well, well, that's what Roy and Badger was. Roy and Badger was a, a sort of love child of mine where it had a sense of community to it and adventure. So it, it, it was about like a, it was skating. It was like, you know, skateboarding and shit. And the, the whole storyline for it was that like they had to get to this skate fest the the far side skate fest it was like a whole road trip thing but they didn't have any cars because roy was 20 without a license badger was 16 without a license and natalie was also 16 without a license so they had to walk during the summer uh so let me explain Roy is the skater boy, if it if that didn't uh, come out immediately. Badger was, like, the guy who filmed things. And you're thinking, where did I come up with the name Badger? I don't know. I just like the name Roy and Badger. It sounded pretty cool. I eventually came up with a reason why his name was Badger, and then I covered it over with a truck, and I lost the meaning for Badger. So, and then there's Natalie, who's, like, this weird punk, goth girl who really likes Roy or not Roy, He she likes Badger like I look back and I think that was projecting myself as Badger like for really I was like oh the artistic one and the one who's 
you know, got the glasses and the weird hair, and uh, I might link a picture of them in the link dump, but I don't know. We'll 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 see if I could find them. Uh, next up is next up is crazy crazy high school. So I had the idea to put all of my characters back into high school again. And of course, I was the main character because it's me. So it was me and Daniel and then Natalie, Roy, Badger, Adult, all of us, just, you know, Abigail, all going through high school pretty much. Abigail was like eight, so she couldn't even be there, but anyways... So, I had the idea to, I don't even know, I don't even remember what I did, but, or what I was going to say for this, but what I did was all of my characters were going to high school again, I had it so that my character was best friends with, not Daniel, but Natalie, I don't know why I chose Natalie, but I chose Natalie, and... Then I had, you know, Gwen, who had a crush on me, and Adult, who said, hey, go talk to him, and it was a bunch of weird, awkward situations, which is what high school was, but it was, it was, it was a good concept that I figured, I don't know, does it sound like a good good concept to you? Let me know, I guess. But, so, my characters went back to high school, and they had... Like, they went to prom when there were fire drills. I remember when my character asked out Gwen to prom, and she was all excited about it. And she was a cheerleader for some reason. And I think the only reason I made her a cheerleader is because she was a harpy and could fly. So that might have been why. But there was... I, I had a whole... It was just a concept that I had that, you know... I don't know, like, love was, like, a two-dimensional object. I don't know. Now I know it's not two-dimensional, but regardless. But, you know, they went to prom, and Jake went with Gwen. Adult went with Roy. And then I had these pictures of them at prom. There was a, 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 a joke that I had where Daniel would get so nervous that he would he would vomit lasers or he get he get so excited that he would vomit lasers and it was like first day of school and I come in and I'm like hey what's up Natalie and she's like oh nothing much how was your summer I'm like oh it was good uh there's Dan I'm gonna go over and say hi hi to him she's like I'll come over with you and then I went hey Dan and he's like hey I'm really excited for this year, and I'm like, you are, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, and then he just vomited in this fucking giant laser. I was able to dodge it, but Natalie wasn't. And then in the next frame, I show her hair just steaming from where he, uh, where he threw the laser at, and he's like, yeah, I gotta, I think I gotta get that checked out by a doctor or something. I'm like, dude, yeah, of course you do. That was the extent, pretty much, of Crazy Crazy High School. It was just a bunch of dumb ideas formed into one and it was stupid and whatever I also did a thing where I had Arya 
Love Ruins It All and I think Crazy Crazy High School, all three of those going at the same time. So I had Monday to draw Aria. I had Tuesday to... Oh, no, it was Roy and Badger. That's what it was. I had, yeah, Monday to draw Aria, Tuesday to draw Roy and Badger, and then Wednesday to draw uh, Love Ruins It All. And I had a point where I just meshed two of them together, so Arya and Roy and Badger became one comic for a little bit. They just sort of showed up. And then it... I, I don't even remember. It became a whole thing. It was stupid. It was dumb. But I had fun doing it, and I, don't really, I didn't really care at that point. So next is going to be the last thing I'm going to talk about today, because I'm... Right now I'm at 45 minutes, but whenever I record this or whenever I edit this, I'm probably going to be down to like 30 minutes because 15 minutes of it was me yawning and burping and crying. So, whatever. But the last thing I'm going to cover is this story that I did. And it, it, it started off as a... If you can't tell... I enjoy inserting myself into stories, but it started off as being a story, and then it became a movie, and then it became a comic book, and then it became a Scott Pilgrim thing, so I'm, I still work on this every so often, so it's inspired by Scott Pilgrim, so like, it's a comic turned into a movie kind of deal, um the idea was that there are mystics. So these people who have these special powers and they have these powers that they can't reveal to anybody. They have to act like normal people. That was the code, basically. And then as I developed the story a little bit better, I decided why should mystics hide who they are? Why don't they just, you know, embrace who they are? And so I was like, if you, um, I, I decided to make this part of town, or not, not even a town, this, this part of the world called Farside, where all the freaks and weirdos would hang out. And by freaks and weirdos, I mean those with different powers. So there are the mystics who use mind powers, like we can throw fire and read minds, and it's all mental base, pretty much. And then there are other people, like doppelgangers, and I, Gwen's in this, so there's a harpy, and then there's a bunch of different other people, and you know, it, it, was, it was a concept. It was definitely a concept. So I, of course, inserted myself into this as the main character, and then I, I decided to, like, Okay, I was so proud of this shit because it was so in innovative and creative and whatever. So there was a... The main enemy was called Andy Indy Mini Kitty. Andy Indy Mini Kitty. And then he had a right-hand man who was a walrus. And his name was Andy Indy Mini Kitty Walrus. I don't know why... That was his name, but his name was Andy Indy Mini Kitty Walrus. He's not a cat. He's not Indy. 
He's certainly not Minnie, and he's his name is not Andy, but he is a walrus. So that's that was his whole concept was villain and sidekick, and they were the same thing. I had Abigail in it, and Adult, and Gwen, and then I had me. I had my friend Daniel. I had a bunch of one over zero references, but that was it, you know. And and I, I've been working on it for such a long time. The concept of change. So it started off as me fighting evil and then of me accidentally stumbling onto evil and then somebody telling me about the mystics. Uh, I had this idea for the mystics because they're such a, a, a weird group of people that their names would be fucked up. So there was the guy who, his name was Cigarettes. He was crazy. Uh, he had mind powers that could, like, boil your blood or whatever. And I called him Cigarettes because cigarettes will kill you. So that was his name. And then there was another guy. His name was Manchester, but you didn't spell it Manchester. He spelled it J-A-C-K. And in the comics, I wasn't going to allude to that. Like, I was going to have in the introduction, you know, here are the characters, here's their names. And I would have Manchester spelled out J-A-C-K, but underneath it, pronounced the way it's meant to be pronounced, Manchester. And I was like, that would confuse a lot of fucking people. I also thought, at the very end of the comic, and even at the very end of the movie, because, you know, it was going to be a thing, was having different artists come in and draw me different frames. So... As it was going on, you know, I would bring in, you know, like, artists that were my friends or artists that other people knew, artists who knew other artists, and and just go down the line. So there was all these artists in the way, and everybody would draw a different frame of, of this ending fight. The ending fight was the ultimate 1 over 0 production reference. So, I had, for some reason, one of my most beloved comics of mine was The Bill Face. What's The Bill Face, you ask? I'm going to put that in the link dump if I don't recreate it. Even if I do recreate it, it'll be in the link dump. The Bill Face was a concept, not a concept, it was, it was a comic of this guy whose name was Bill who took a picture of his friend Corey without telling him pretty much as he was sneezing or something. I forget the the idea of it, but he was sneezing and Bill took a picture. And the face that resulted is what we call the Bill face. It's the stupidest weirdest face I've ever drawn I can never recreate it but god damn it am I happy with it I love that fucking face so much uh, it's so stupid it's so dumb it makes me laugh every time I see it but that's the bill face and that bill face was going to be at the end of insert title which is the mystic thing. I'm not sure if I said that before or not, but I never came up with a name with it. 
for it. So that's what the uh, the final boss was was the billface, and I was going to have it so that it's this huge fucking thing that basically creates chaos where it lives, where, where wherever it is. And it was Andy Andy Mini Kitty's ultimate summons. He was going to uh, take this concept. This just I keep saying concept. I don't know why I keep saying concept. He was going to take this otherworldly being and summon it to our world, and he did. And he's ultimately defeated by, like, I forget what it was, like getting a, a boot thrown in his face or getting a tissue or something. I forget what it was. But I was going to give very vague instructions for what would happen at that point. So I'd be like, you know, object thrown at Billface. Object collides with Billface. Billface, you know, scared or something, and then, like, be something like something like that and then just continuing from there and it'd be this whole epic battle and then there'd be like I don't even know it, it, it'd eventually end but I was at a point where there was like a gender bend thing and I had this one character whose name was Violet and she'd get gender bent into like this weird muscular dude and then Gwen would be changed, and then I'd be changed. And, you know, me being a guy, I was always like, you know, I have to be serious about some stuff. Or No, no, no. As a guy, I'm like always making fun, always doing jokes and shit, and the girls were more serious. They were my more mature side. And then whenever we switched genders, we switched roles as well. So Violet was like, She's like, yo, I'm a dude. And I'm like, yeah, Violet, you are. And she's like, no, 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 you don't call me Violet anymore. You call me Black Rose. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I call you Black Rose? It's a whole other, like, two names. And she's like, just do it. Call me Black Rose. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Like, we need to defeat this guy. What the fuck are you doing coming up with a name? And Gwen's like, yeah, call me Viper. And I'm like, what? where are you coming up with these names from? Holy shit. And like, Jake, what should we call you? I'm like, we should, we should defeat this thing and worry about names later. You know, like, that was the, that was the whole, like, idea. And it it was, I don't know, it was fucking hilarious to me. Just call me Black Rose. It doesn't make any sense. But, yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, If any of these ideas have inspired you, by the way, if you want to continue on with some of these ideas, if you want to draw your own concepts or whatever, please let me know uh, if if they ever make it big or whatever. Just, you know, I'd like, we can discuss royalties later. Just know that it was, you know, say, you know, it was my idea and you just expanded on it. Or, so, like, I want to get credit in some way or shape or form, you know. It's not asking for much. I hope it's not asking for much. So, <sighs> oh boy, I have a busy week ahead. Mind if I just talk about my week for a bit? So, today is Monday. I typically record this on like Thursdays or whatever, but I had to move this up to now because I want to have a more chill 
relationship with the rest of the week. Uh, so I have a thousand things to do this week into the weekend. It's not a pretty sight for me. I am stressed to the max. There's just so much to do, and it's not fun <laughs> to be me right now. So I'm going to end it here, and I'm going to keep drinking my beer. I hope you have a great two weeks. I hope you liked this episode. I hope you enjoyed next or last episode, and I don't know what I'm going to come up with as a concept for next episode, but... We'll figure it out as we go. Uh, there's a reason I'm doing this every other week and not every week because every week I burn myself out. Every other week I can actually think of a concept and not stress out. So there you go. <sighs> Have a great week. I'm going to send you off with some wonderful, wonderful music from Ashland. Darkness.